and welcome to the Orient Outlook podcast with myself, Steve Nussbaum, and as always, my good friend, South Stand Chum, the bearded legend, the one, the only, Mr. Paul Levy. Where's yours gone? I just realised you haven't got yours either. Shaved it, mate. Wow. Okay. Hello, everybody. <laughs> welcome to episode 62. Uh, of the Orient Outlook podcast. Before we catch up on the past week, just a reminder as always that you uh, can contact us uh, via Facebook now. We've got a Facebook page, so just go into Facebook, search Orient Outlook podcast and like the page. Um, It's where we're going to be posting or have been posting all of our news and exclusive info that we are privy to get, we'll put there. And it's also just another way of keeping up to date uh, with the Orient. And also in case you've forgotten, tweet us at Orient Outlook. And you can also email us if you're not on social media. It's orientoutlook at outlook.com. Always include at orientoutlook when you're tweeting, though, for a retweet. Fantastic. That was cool. lovely. Thanks, mate. So episode 61 was last week. A couple of reviews we got for that. So firstly, from at Karen Orient, who said, Another great podcast. I completely agree with Nigel for pain and a 4132. And I've been saying we need more Nandalay too. Hashtag shake is up. Absolutely, and Paul Fisher on Facebook said, number 61, best yet, short, succinct and informative, 9 out of 10. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, cheers, Paul. Appreciate I'll, ta- I'll take 9 out of 10 any yeah. day of the week. That was good. So, I'll take 6. To <laughs> <laughs> so keep the reviews coming in, we'll, we'll have to hear from you. Also, some uh, Supporters Club updates. So, it's, well, just revealed to us yesterday that the Supporters Club will now be opening on match days at 12 instead of 12.30 and showing early games on Sky or BT Sport uh, free to members of the supporters club but a £1 charge to non-members exactly and on Tuesday the 1st of March again we've got our nice short trip up to Carlisle the coach there is going to be leaving outside the supporters club at 10.30am it's a 7.45 kick off fares are £33 I doubt very much you're going to get a, a train well, I don't think you get a return fare on the train no chance. Uh, for as good value as that, and certainly it won't be bringing you back that same evening like the coach will. Uh, £30 for concessions, £3 surcharge to non-members as well. Yep, Saturday 12th of March, coaches to Oxford, leave outside the supporters club at 11am for a free o'clock kickoff. Fair is £22 adults, £90 concessions, and again a £3 surcharge to non-members. And bookings can be made in the supporters club, either go in there or if you can't make the supporters club uh, for on a match day, just contact 07722 135 970 and you can book on that. Yeah, and as mentioned last week, the Starman Awards on Sunday the 1st of May uh, held at the Prince Regent Hotel in Chibble as it was last year. Tickets are £60, includes a three-course meal. We went last year, had a great time, great laugh. You see you know, the current squad, past Orient players. Mm. Um, and all like supporters who you probably know from the turnstile. So, great night. If you can get down there, it'd be a good evening. Yeah, and there's only 40 tickets left on that one, so get you better get your skates on if you want to go. Uh, and finally, there is a meet the manager on Thursday. That is sold out, so don't turn up unless you've actually got a ticket because you'll be turned away. There is a limited capacity there. We will be there, and um, we'll hopefully be able to um, to bring you some news from that. Yeah, absolutely. So, moving on to the week that was, episode 61 was recorded on Monday. So, from Tuesday, uh, 16th of Feb, uh, it was Lloyd James's 28th birthday. So, happy birthday to Lloyd James. Yeah, and in episode 61, we asked what's happening with an assistant manager that Nolan said he was going to appoint. And then, sort of by very 
very much a coincidence. Uh, the very next day, our, our question was answered as Nolan revealed to George Sessions that he has no plans to bring in a new assistant manager at the moment and has instead given Andy Edwards a bigger role within the first team, which is a great reward for Andy given how well he's done with the academy and I think that's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we think that's fantastic. Absolutely agree. He's done a great job with the youth team. People have been saying get him in as an assistant manager, so it's great to see him getting more responsibility. Exactly. So he's done really well. So also on Tuesday, we played Wimbledon in the final third development league game at home. So the team included Dunn, Atangana, SM Turgot, Pritchard and Palmer. Uh, match was played, finished goalless. Uh, the only negative from that really was Sandra Semedo getting a straight red card for an off-the-ball incident. Silly, but we don't, we don't get to see that. Yep. Um, on Wednesday, the 17th of February, Matt Baldry was speaking to George Sessions on the East London Advertiser about the defeat to Northampton. He said, we need to respond now. If you play football and you don't get hurt after a 4-0 beating, uh, then you need to change sport. It hurts your pride and you need to react. We're going to do that. We will keep working for Saturday's game. So, great to hear. Good positive yeah. mental attitude, that. Absolutely. Good to hear from the captain who should be leading the team and leading the squad so yeah very happy with that it was also announced on Wednesday that Andre Presenda has now been appointed as Head of Communications and Relationships Manager so Presenda was initially <coughs> named as the Technical Director but he's now switched and taken on his new role which will entail building media relations and the strategy of the club and also former goalkeeping coach Rob Gagliardi comes back to the club as Head of Recruitment and Jed Searsons remains as Chief Scout and provides intel on your position so a few changes there yeah, that was discussed at the fans' <laughs> forum on Thursday, but at the moment, until the notes are signed off by everybody, then uh, we can't really say uh, much more. Not that there's sort of masses of secrets, but in the interests of, of good form, we will hold back on that just for, just for the moment. Yep. So, as I mentioned, Thursday the 18th of February, there was a fans' forum. I thought it was very productive. There was some good, good conversations had in there. Uh, the notes will be out very shortly. It lasted for like two and a half hours. That's good though. That's good. There's a lot of things to discuss because the last one was like October, November. There wasn't one for a while, was there? It was November the 12th. Yeah, yeah so it it's good to, to get back in there. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so Alessandro was in, involved, operations manager Vito Michelli, uh, Andrea Prasanda, uh, commercial manager Steve Dixon and, and Colin Mumford from the club were there. Uh, myself, Matt Porter, uh, Matt Roper, I beg your pardon, from the Pandemonium, um, James from Loft yep. and Karen. Tony Room from the Supporters Club and as representative SLO, yeah. uh, Karen, uh, Karen was there, I beg your pardon. Um, so from that point of view, uh, we were sort of, you know, it was, it was quite a lot of people from various different outputs of the club yeah. and, and fans. So good meeting. So what um, happens is you make someone from the club makes notes. It all gets agreed and signed off. Then they come out, right? Basically, yeah. 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 So it should be out at some point this this week. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. Later this week, uh, it should be out, and we will tweet that and publish that as soon cool. as we possibly can. That'll be on our Facebook page as soon as we can. Nice plug. Thanks. <laughs> cool. So Friday, the nineteenth of February, um, Dermot Kavanagh, who can be found on Twitter at d one. F-F-E-I-E-N-T class, so it looks like different class, it's just got a one in it, uh, is writing a biography on XO, the late, great Laurie Cunningham. So he's crowdfunding, um, which is essentially raising finance to get the book published. So you can check out his website, um, which is unbound.co.uk forward slash books forward slash Laurie hyphen Cunningham. So yeah, many regard Laurie as the greatest player to ever put on an Orient shirt, and if you you know, if you saw him, if you were lucky enough to see him, then Happy days and absolutely book books coming out, and so that'd be an interesting read and get behind it if you can because obviously these authors need the money to get their, get their books yeah, out there. 
and there are different levels of of contribution and in return for that you get a, a book or a signed book for example first edition or if you pay a bit more you get a bit more so the more you pay essentially the more you get uh the more you get back from it so um very interesting i went to the real madrid i did a tour of the real yes. madrid burnabout and and he's in there cuz oh, well. he went from all yeah 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 uh, and and ended up at real madrid but um yeah Great wow. player by all accounts. Absolutely. Sadly didn't get to see him. Um, and then later that day, Kevin Nolan was speaking to George Sessions ahead of the Notts County match. He said, we have got to bounce back and that becomes a bigger game because of what happened at Brisbane Road on Saturday. At the end of the day, we were beaten by a very good Northampton side that do everything right and that's something we can learn from. I so, like, interesting. Yeah, I like that. I like the fact that he says, you know, we can learn from them, you know, look at them, look at what they were doing and try to aspire to be like them. Yeah. You know, so, very happy with that. So, moving on to Saturday 25th of, 20th of February, which was yesterday, which is also coincidentally the five-year anniversary of the Arsenal FA Cup match at Brisbane Road. That that goal from five Tahuwe years ago still puts hairs in the back of my neck. Oh man, that's what you know. Great goal when we spoke to Slade, friend of the show, Russell Slade. Yeah, he, uh, he mentioned that was <laughs> his favourite moment, favourite moment at Brisbane Road. That goal, you know, it was really it was a great goal. Also worth mentioning, Arsenal in the FA Cup again yesterday. Ex goalkeeper on loan, Eldin Jakubovic. Every time I say Eldin Jakubovic, I just smile. I can't not <laughs> smile. Um, Play, played against Arsenal yesterday. A, a various outstanding saves. Great to see him getting on so well. Um, <clears throat> I would have loved to have him back. And the time we spent was short and sweet, but and worth it. But worth it. Yeah. But it is number one. <laughs> I love that song, man. So anyway, we're going to move on now. Um, before this gets into a, a, yeah. the 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 Eldin Yakupovic show, um, the under 18s defeat Gillingham four 0 with Pollock, Karoma, Alderson, and Owusu getting the goals. I mean, and again, Gillingham being top of League One, you know, yeah, decent youth prospects, decent youth, cl- de- yeah, mate, strong, unbelievable, strong youth team, yeah, the youth man. Andy Edwards doing a great job with the with the youngsters down there. So, the first team played yesterday. Obviously, we had Notts County away. Um, so there was lots of questions about the first eleven coming out of last week's match. Would he go four four two? Would he stick with a four one four one? And the team he went with was Chizak and Goal. So no surprises there in defence. We had Hunt, Baldry, Brisley, and Benon Williams coming in. Uh, midfield was Atangana, Moore, McEnough, Nolan, and up front, Nandale and Simpson. So on the bench, it meant Granger, Essam, Clehesi, Payne, Pritchard, Geraldo Martin, and Oli Palmer. Yeah. So three changes as Binham Williams makes his debut. Fraser Shaw wasn't even listed as a substitute, so we assume that he was probably injured. Nandale's handed his first start, and Atangana returns in place of uh, Jack Payne, uh, with Geraldo Martin also dropping. Uh, yeah. to the bench so interesting that he's made changes from last week Abs- um, absolutely pleasing to an extent yep um, well, to a greater extent yeah um, so Notts County named an unchanged team for their third game running so obviously new managers in both <coughs> jobs trying to get consistency across their teams and squads and we also um, believe it was Matt Baldry's 150th league game for Orient so yeah. well done Matt that's yeah. a great achievement great achievement so you know for me I'm very happy with that for me, Payne hasn't delivered in the last couple of weeks. I know he had a decent game away to Portsmouth, but other than that, every time I've seen him, I've not been too impressed. I was happy to see Atangana uh, being brought in, as I think we missed him last week, and I was happy to see that Payne did come out because Payne was one of those players who hasn't been dropped yet. So for me, it's, it, it proves that Nolan isn't too scared to drop, drop players, and if you don't perform the previous week, you're out and someone else comes in, and that's a good sign of good 
depth of the squad. Yeah, absolutely. But also, like Nolan said, it shouldn't players shouldn't be fearful if they make one mistake that they're going to be dropped. Oh, yes, of course. So it's got to be here. Look at the overall. Get the balance thing, right. Actually, yeah. Uh, for me, I thought it was interesting that Nolan started with Nandwale because I think Simpson has been missing a partner partner up front. So that was that was good. And for Obviously, you, Nandwale over Palmer. For now, yeah, yeah because okay. Oli Palmer has been better as an impact sub. Yeah, agreed. And from what we'll say later on, he came on the parent bowling Done council well. and absolutely smashed yeah. it. So, yeah, I mean, different players have different impacts. I remember Joseph, Paul Jose and Poku, Andros Townsend came on. You know, I know they're different positions, but they're impact players. Oh. You know, they're not starting the whole 90 minutes and, and whatnot. They come on and change games. Yeah. So, he's, uh, you know, maybe Oli's one of those. Um, love that Atengana's back in the starting side as he, he was missed last week. Uh, and as we say, uh, it also shows that Nolan's prepared to change the side when needed, but keep those in who deserve to play. Yeah. So, you know, very, very happy with that off the out from the outset, and and sort of very, very interesting yeah. to see how the game game panned out. So, a few tweets we had in uh, when the team was announced. We had one from at Jay Pittle, who said, "Good to see Nolan trying out a new team on formation. Good team on paper, but football's played on grass." Yeah, at, great point. That's a very good point. At LOFC one nine seven eight, where's Shaw? Good to see Atten Garner back. Would like to see CJM starting. Strange to ditch the four five one away from home. Yep. Yeah, in response to that, at Jamie Strike piped in and said, "Maybe Kevin Nolan thinks we are more likely to get goals from Simpson when we play two up top." Interesting dropping pain. Yeah, good point there. At S Macca, uh, sorry, no. Let me start that again. At S M C C A eight four two one said, "Hopefully, uh, Ben and Williams can offer an attacking threat with a bit of quality in the delivery. Something we haven't had all season." Yeah, good point. Uh, Janine Edelman said support for Simpson that everyone's been crying out for. Yeah, so like we said last week, Simpson probably, well, does tend to play better when he's got someone, someone up top yeah. alongside him, feeding yeah. him in. At Simon08 Edward, not bothered that Payne isn't playing. He can only play one way, sideways. If Lloyd was fit, I'd play him with Atangana. Wow. Well, just goes to show the depth now in that central midfield. We mentioned it last week, but six, five or six players now within that role who can. Fighting for that two. Fighting two. for those two places. It can only be a good thing for competition. Because Nolan's going to start himself, obviously. So essentially, it's only one spot, isn't it? Really, absolutely. Because Nolan's playing. always going to start himself. Yeah, unless you start playing the four-five-one. But it looks like Nolan's reverting to the four-four-two now. So yeah, brilliant. So the match kicked off four-four-two for the O's. Mackinoff on the right and Moore down the left. And we said before we started recording, when Dean Cox comes back, <coughs> look at that midfield, and you say, right, Cox on the left, Atangana and Nolan in the middle, and Mackinoff on the right. It's a powerful midfield. That is a very that's a, that's a very strong midfield. That's a very strong midfield. That's a four-one-three-two as well. Oh, that's in pretty... my in my view, Atangana sat protecting the back four, and that way you've got Cox, Nolan, and uh, Mackinoff and Mackinoff going forward supporting. Very strong, and also wow. when you look at that, you know, that's there's exciting. players, there's also midfielders. You know, we haven't included within that Payne, Moore, Pritchard. Rich. Um, Gerardo Martin he'll go back Lloyd James Lloyd James as well I think Lloyd's out of contract this summer so interesting to there's see there's a few out of contract this summer interesting so it's to see. interesting to see who's retained but for the re- remainder of the season lots of options in midfield really good to see really happy with that absolutely so game kicks off yep uh, first chance of the match came in the fourth minute I say chance um, McEnough did very very well he's, he's cross he attempted a cross defender blocked it it looked like it actually went out for a cor- well for a goal kick, um, or for a corner. I beg your pardon. Um, and but McEnough sort of kept it in and um, sort of squared it back to 
to Kevin Nolan, he sort of gently lifted the cross towards Nandale. Nandale sort of headed it across to Simpson, but Simpson appeared to be offside. So, but you wanted to mention that because you were quite impressed by the link-up play in that. No? Yeah, absolutely. It was clever link-up play. Yeah. Um, you know, Nandale with the presence of mind to head it down to Simpson rather than just trying to head it towards goal or you know because he, he was facing the goal would have, was on his right. So rather than him trying to be all clever about it. Very, very simple, very effective. Nolan lifts it across to him. He places it down for Simpson. And just Simpson was just offside and couldn't get his shot away yep. uh, cleanly anyway. So, uh, But other than that, I think the first 15 minutes, it's fair to say, was sort of pretty scrappy. Yeah, Very little Absolutely. action other than that. Yeah, 21st minute, McEnough delivers a good ball into the box. Uh, but can't find either Nandale or Simpson. And two minutes later, McEnough finds the run of Nandale, but his shot's comfortably held by Roy Carroll, ex-Man United Roy Carroll. Yeah, absolutely. 35th minute, long ball forward, uh, flicked on by Nandale, and Simpson tries to poke beyond Carroll, uh, but his shot goes behind for a goal kick. Yeah, and there's two minutes of injury time at the end of the first half. Uh, match uh, went, went in, all evens, nil-nil. Yeah, so by all accounts, not a classic first half. Hardly anything to really talk about other than that, and people there said it was pretty much scrappy, not much going on, both teams not really getting into it and keepers having very little to do. Yeah, fair enough. So, attendance was announced um, as 4,878 with 639. Yeah, great effort. So, great effort to get down well there. Done. Well done. Good stadium as well, that. A you went last stadium. season, didn't you? I did. Tuesday night, one all. Russell, Russell Slade. Slade. Ultimatum yes, match. it was, I remember. Yeah. Decent stadium, that. It's the oldest stadium in in football league history in the world. Oh, they're the oldest club. Oldest club, yes. They're the oldest yes. club. That's why they always get to play Juventus. When, uh... That's why their strip is black and white. Yes. No, that's why the Juventus strip is black it is. and white. It is. Yeah. So, interesting stat for the O's that we saw. Also, in Nolan's six matches, we are yet to score in the first half under Kevin Nolan. Very interesting. Very interesting, yeah. So, hopefully that will change next week and we'll be against talking about lots of first really, half yeah. goals against Crawley Town. So, <laughs> second half kicks off. No subs um, for the O's. So, Nolan just sent the same 11 out. Yep, and then 54th minute, uh, Roy Carroll came out for a, to, to gather a cross, but he fumbled it. Nandale played it into the path of McEnough, but um, he obviously got back and, uh, and and gathered that shot. And I think it's sort of fair to say the reason why we seem a little bit sketchy is because we weren't there and we haven't seen the highlights <laughs> yet. So um, this, Mate, is, this is based on reports that we've read. This is what you get when you do a Sunday morning podcast, podcast that you weren't yeah. at. So 63rd minute, first sub um, was made by Nolan. Or maybe not even Nolan, maybe by uh, Hessenthaler and Edwards. So Palmer comes on for Nandale. 64th minute, Nolan gets booked for a foul on Liam Noble. Um, yeah, and then in the 70th minute, we had one cleared off the line. So corner comes in, McEnough corner uh, came in. Baldry headed it, uh, sort of goal-bound, but uh, it was cleared off the line by Thompson. And I think they're sort of massively lucky to be... Um, not to be uh, one nil up at that point. Uh, everybody was claiming that it had gone over the line. No yeah. post match said he thought it has, but he might have been a bit biased. Absolutely, you I, couldn't tell from the angle that I've seen it at. I, I think the thing in League Two where there's like one camera angle that you're going to see it on, you're never going to get conclusive evidence. And you know we've only seen it in full full speed play. Yeah, hard to make a call. Bored you fool it was, but. Was it given? Sometimes they aren't. Sometimes they are. But we were lucky not to go one up. And the um, first rule of refereeing is don't go on guesswork. Absolutely. If you didn't see it, it didn't happen sort absolutely. of thing. Absolutely. So, unlucky. Yep. 72nd minute. Second sub for the O's as Kalam Harade Martin, hashtag CJM, comes on for Sammy Moore. Yep. And then three minutes later, there's a great block from Nolan that sets up a Geraldo Martin break. Uh, his cross was blocked behind for a corner. Yeah. And then from the resulting corner, um, Sean Brisley puts the O's in the league. So we go one up. So it was a corner from the same side from McEnough as the Baldry um, off the line. 
ball bounces around the box, safe to say, a bit of a scramble. Brizzy does really well, kind of leaps at it and scissors, does, sort of scissors gets kicks it sideways, volleys it yeah. home, straight in the back of the net. For me, it was a really good, really brave finish from Brizzy as he could have taken a whack going in for that, but no fear from him. Took it well and we scored from a corner um, that was put in, as I say, from the same side. So maybe we have been practising corners. As we mentioned on last week's podcast, McEnough's delivery last week wasn't the greatest. Yeah. I think Kevin Nolan listened last week. I really do. He's made the changes that we said. He's focused on the areas that we told him to focus on. Kev, mate, great work. Keep it up. Well Get in done. contact with us. Love to hear from you. Well done. Um, the other thing as well to point out, Kevin said that in post-match that he'd screamed for Sean to leave it for him. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's good that he scored it. Otherwise, I think he'd have been... Straight off. Get Conor Essam on. Get off shot. Uh, early shower for you, sunshine. Um, 82 minutes. Uh, Palmer knocks the ball into the path of Simpson, who got his shot away first time, but that just went that just went wide. Yeah, 85th minute last sub for the O's. Jack Payne comes on to replace Nolan. So I guess Payne was coming to kind of just protect the back, protect line the more. back and just protect See the, the game out. Absolutely. Yeah, really Absolutely. sensible substitution. So then four minutes of injury time are played out. Um, in the 93rd minute, though, John Stead headed the ball over the bar. Um, which was a good chance for them. But we see the game out for a 1-0 victory and a vital three points and three straight away wins, which yeah. is some sort of record, I think. Yeah, it's the first time we've done it, I think, since the promotion season. And it was vital that we won, considering all the results around us seem to go well, Positive away. for those teams and negative for us. Yeah, yeah. and if we hadn't won, we'd be well out of that. But we come to the league table shortly. So from Dulcet Dave, after the match, we spoke to Kevin. Um, Kevin said that Oli Palmer made a real statement to him with his performance off the bench. He relieved a lot of pressure and linked that well with Jay. And Armand done really well, so there's little things for me to think about. So it's good to see that you know both Nandalay and Palmer putting pressure on Nolan for the starting place next week. Because yeah. you'd, you'd say Simpson's definitely starting, but it's good to see Ollie and, and Armand both playing well, both making their claims for a starting place. It's next a shame week. Simpson hasn't scored that much in the last few games, though. Yeah, it is. It's a shame we haven't um, been making that many chances. So I guess it just, it just means when they drop to him, he'll take him. Hopefully. Yep. Um, also, Kevin said to Dulcet Dave, he said. Um, Never really been at a club where there is such where there are such loyal fans. Now he that that's slightly taken out of context because he did say no disrespect to any of the other clubs. Yeah, I was going to say at. yeah because that seemed a bit harsh because I know Newcastle fans are very very loyal and very um, oh, oh, oh. supportive. Yeah, of all club. fans are loyal, and he's got a good relationship with and like Bolton fans, especially love him yeah. after he got the job. So yeah, good, good thing to say. It's, it's good for him to acknowledge the fact that we do travel in numbers. We are only a, a League Two club, but yeah. you know we have got a good support. And I think that's probably more the point that he was trying to make. Absolutely. But it was good for him to acknowledge that as well. You know, 640 there, 1,100 uh, at Portsmouth and, and so on. So, you know, we are this season travelling in numbers. Yeah, I mean, considering how much League 2 tickets are, they're not, they're not they're barely cheap in League 1 tickets. I think it was like 24 quid, I think, yesterday or something like really? that. So it's quite it's disgusting. expensive day out. What, yeah. petrol to Nottingham, getting up to Nottingham, drinks or food or whatever. Match ticket. It's a 50, 60, 70 pound day out, isn't it, really? Exactly, and it's, you know, your entire Saturday. So well done to the 649 who made it, you know, kudos to you guys. Yeah, Kevin went on to say, looking ahead, it's important that he his side get it right at home. Yeah, so, so I think since Nolan's reign, away, been superb, three straight wins, can't three. argue with that, but home, we've only won one out of the three games that he's managed, so two something to focus well. on. Yeah, so league table, so those three points, I mean, we're still in ninth place, but it's so tight around the playoff places, so we've played 32 one thirteen, drawn ten, lost nine, forty nine points with a very weak goal difference that kind of got it's annihilated last week, week on yeah. plus two. So we have the same amount of points as Wickham and Plymouth, who are in um eighth Portsmouth. and seventh. Sorry, Wickham and Portsmouth, who are in eighth and seventh. Um but a worse goal difference, but when we've played more games. But if you look in the greater context of things, we're only six points off third place. I think we're four points off fourth. Um 
And if results go three away, three or fourth. And if results go away next week, we could end up being fifth. Yeah. Um. So lots to play for. That that those playoff places are, are changing around every week. They so. Are, yeah. Let's see what happens next week. But a vital win and great that we stuck in there. So, views on yesterday, Mr Levy? Yeah. Um, not pretty to watch by all accounts, but you know we took a chance, kept another clean sheet away. Uh, must back this up with a good performance next week at home. Uh, and respect for Kevin Nolan for changing it up. Um, it worked and we move on to the next one and, and should be beating you know, teams like Crawley. You'd hope so. You'd hope so. You'd hope so. Yours? So my view is good to see Nolan make its 12 points from 18 after a decent victory and also after last week's hammering to Northampton. Good to see a clean sheet. So defence, you know, Ben on Williams making his debut by all accounts was solid. Obviously kept the clean sheet. Happy to see 4-4-2. I like that. Happy to see Atangana return. So like you've said, for me, the win doesn't mean anything if we don't follow it up next week and beat Crawley Town. So we have to remain focused, have to get in there. Away form has been very good, but home form has been sketchy. Like we said last week, Brisley, I've been quite impressed with Brisley and Hunt so far. Been I think, efficient. I think considering we lost 4-0 last week, I didn't walk out of that ground thinking, oh, I'm not sure about the new centre-back. I thought he actually played well last yeah. week. I think he played well yesterday, got the goal, seems to be working well with Baldry. Hunt seems to be good, communicating well with his defence. Um, Atangana, for me, has given the team a much-needed backbone. And another mention for Joby Mack, and I've had a great game yesterday done really well so overall very happy with yesterday's performance and the win yeah man of the match by the counts Joby Mack yeah. outstanding game great, so, great to see yeah so those are our views your views came in in uh, droves um, we'll mention as many as we can um, and here's a selection of those at Boats he said back on track Mackenough is unplayable at times on to the next one yeah at Paul R Gregory says boom let's dig up Brisbane Road and play all our games away <laughs> at Muzakir Ahmed decent we, but we need to build on this. Need more goals from midfield. Yeah, good point there. At CM Oriental. So three points to three points. Now we need to back up next week with a home win. Onwards and upwards. At Len M4. Great win. Desperately need an unbeaten run now to firmly put ourselves in the promotion fight. Yeah, at Ben LOFC. Said so good to nick a scrappy game, but it'll be far tougher test ahead. Northampton showed we are well off the pace. On to the next. Yeah, at Martin Bellum, great for them to dig in and get a clean sheet and a result after last week. Yeah, at David G. Boone, said, we are not showing the class that we have. Too many games behind, which is worrying. Fingers bitten. Yeah, at Leighton Stonian, man of the match, Joby. Fantastic work rate. Hashtag up the O's. Yeah, at Chris underscore Holmes 24, said, much like the Newport game, a bit scrappy, but we got the goal and saw the game out. We need to improve our home form now. Hashtag come on your O's. At Samcast9, third away clean sheet in a row, first time in seven years. Away form got us up in 2006. Could it happen again? Yeah, good point. We hope so. Very good point. At Craigie Downing, it's a cracking result to get us back on track. At this stage, three points is the most important thing. Well done to the boys. On to the next week. At best snooker, JP. Scrappy game, but three points is brilliant. Let's back the boys next week. Come on, you O's. At Vince Howard, 73. said Palmer really made a difference when he came on. Underlay was very poor, obviously meaning Nandalay. <laughs> Noda needs to drop himself as he was ineffective. Very, yeah, it's a very interesting moment. point, Vince. Very controversial yeah. point there. Um, but no, it, it could be right, you know, if, if he's not Matt Sharp, uh, well, if he's not, you yes. know, overall contribution, net contribution isn't all that, then then we need to get yep. someone else involved. You know, he, he shouldn't just pick himself because he can. Yep. At TCW0102, Sean Brisley, standout man of the match, never put a foot wrong, won every ball. Matt Baldry looks solid. Scrappy, hard conditions. Good win. If... I don't know what he means by this. If OS continues to take two out of three points, we will have 49 plus the 28, which equals 77. 
Um, so the 49 points is what we've got. You take 28 points from the remaining games. That equals 77. It's good for the playoffs, but 83 is needed for auto. Good little formula there. We'll see if that comes in. Yeah. So at Westy 999, it says Palmer made a difference today. I'd start him alongside Simo. They seem to work best together. Palmer often assists Simo. That's a good point mentioned before. Palmer does seem a different player though when he comes off the bench, doesn't he? Yeah, he's an impact player. Yeah. Yeah, I think he runs out of steam if he starts the whole 90. But yeah. he's good for half an hour. Yeah, um, I guess which is no criticism. Absolutely. It's just, it's just what, what we see. But So in reply to that, at B Burke 305 said, the problem is that when he starts a game, he's no good. But when he comes on as a sub, he is. Yeah, Crazy. Said, yeah. yeah. At Steve Cab 121, he said, obviously not a classic, but getting three points was more important. I thought Brisley took his goal well. Not an easy chance. Yeah, we mentioned that. He put his body on the line and, and got the reward for it. Yeah, at Richie J Bourne said, one of the worst games I've seen, but the record books show a 1-0 win and that's what matters. Absolutely. And finally, at John Mack in 1997 said very important win today at this stage of the season it's not about the performance it's all about the three points and Bang a on. good tweet to end on couldn't agree more absolutely so prediction league update so congrats to Len M4 at 1881 Orion at Sammy underscore 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 D um, yeah, it's a very long underscore yeah, it is so long I'm assuming underscore. there's two or three in there. Yep. Uh, you all get three points for predicting 1-0 to Orient nobody got the bonus point for the goal scorer which I think was a bit of a, a curveball um, so we didn't expect that so no change at the top at GeForce underscore Shiv at Pillorental at Strop underscore O are top Matt Bristow O's fan basing uh, a one point behind in second. Yeah, very very close at the top. Very, very close tight. at the top. I think the top's been top for a little while now. I think people need to be getting involved and it, trying to knock these guys off. off it has, it, as, as we keep saying, it's it's, it's it can all change on a weekly basis. So we'll see what happens next week. Hundred percent. There's a lot of unpredictable results. You know, only three people out of what 30, 40 <coughs> predicted one nil. Nobody predicted Brisley, and that that bonus point can come in candy at the end of the season I would like to say as those uh, predictors were coming in not well one uh, I think Julian predict, Julian Firm did nil nil. I think one person predicted sort of two or three nil reverse yeah. so they thought Notts County would win like three nil. but other than that all of them very were really positive, positive very positive for, good to in favour of Orient so love good it to see. Yep. good to see so moving on to the positives and negatives from this week so I'll do the positives go on then yeah so positives three points which keeps us in the playoff mix which was absolutely vital after yesterday's results Second, clean sheet again. It's great to see a clean sheet kept yep. yesterday after last week's performance. And lastly, some great individual performances on that pitch yesterday. So, already mentioned Mac enough. Palmer came up on loads of tweets. We got Brisley, obviously, keeping the clean sheet and getting the goal. So, great to see some individual performances stand out yesterday. Yeah, uh, negatives we struggled with uh, this week. So, we put Shaw down um, because obviously that's potentially an in- injury to him. Uh, we don't know what happened to him. To um, me, though, although for me, I you know like we mentioned again before, I think Shaw, although he's come on very well this season, not no surprise that he was dropped. If he was dropped, for me, you know, had a stinker against Cambridge yeah. two weeks ago, and you know a few fingers pointed at him for one of the goals last week late in the game, the fourth goal when he left his man to come and cover the back. So if he's going to take out players like Payne because they didn't play so well last week, then. Maybe he's just taken shot. But strange that Shaw wasn't on the bench, which leads us to presume that it probably was an injury. I guess we'll find out later this week, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, although we won, it was a scrappy performance compared to what we put in against Northampton last week. So just trying to find that consistency, I think, is what we're, what we're lacking. And maybe our home form is a, is a final negative. Uh, absolutely, you know, yeah. We're comfortable away from home, but, but we don't seem to be able to, to match that 
uh, away from home, but not not at yeah. home. So slightly s- clutching at straws for negatives this week, which is not a bad position Absolutely. to be in. <laughs> not a bad. I'd rather have no negatives than, than several. Absolutely. So that leads us on to Hero of the Week. Yep. So for the first time, the Orient Outlet Podcast are going to award this man Hero of the Week. So a clean sheet yesterday and a goal. So well done to Hero of the Week this week. Sean Brisley. Well, well done, Sean. Sure. Great goal. Great goal. Yep. And also, I think it's worth a mention for Kevin Nolan. Yes. Uh, for not being afraid to change it up as he sees fit and he gets the results from it. So, yep, so lovely. His 4-1-4-1 didn't work last week. He changed it this week, brought Nandalay in. And great to see, so well done, Kev. So you get a special mention, but you aren't the hero of the week. You are the runner-up. So moving <laughs> on. Runner-up. Next week's fixtures. So only the one fixture next week for us. So next Saturday, we've got Crawley Town at home, uh, who've been a bit of a bogey team for us over recent years. They beat us earlier in the season, 3-2 uh, at their place after we took an early lead. So, you know... We've got to beat them. They drew one all yesterday with Plymouth, which was a good result for them. Uh, and they are currently 16th in League 2. Another relegated team who got relegated along with us last season from League 1 who found it tough in League 2, you know. So, out of all the relegated teams last season from League 1, we are the highest place. So, obviously, last year who got relegated, there was Yeovil, who were down the bottom, Crawley, who were 16th, and Notts County now, I think, are 18th. So, it's a tough they're, division. Yeah, yes, they so, dropped to 15th, Notts yeah. County. So, yeah. I'm... You know, for us, this is a must-win match next Saturday. And one on paper that you would look at and say, this is winnable. Following on from our recent poor home form, though, we've got to make Brisbane Road noisier. Got to be the 12th man, get behind the team. And if we're going to make the playoffs, we've got to be beating teams like Crawley at home. No-brainer for me, that one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, as we mentioned earlier, next Thursday is the Meet the Manager. Um, so uh, that's going to be in the Supporters Club. As I say, it is sold out, so please don't turn up unless you have a ticket. Yep. Uh, we're hoping that we're going to be able to record it like we did for uh, a previous Fabio. Meet the Manager, yep. Fabio Livrani. We didn't, for some reason, we weren't able to go to the You was in America, Hendon, and Emily had just been born. Right, so we couldn't make yep. that one. So if you can't make it, but you've got uh, questions, obviously sensible questions, uh, that you want us to put to Kevin, um, I'm going, you will hopefully be able TBC, to TBC, hopefully. You are TBC. So hopefully, um, you know, we will be able to put some questions to him on your behalf. So please send them to us. You can email us at... Uh, orientoutlook at outlook.com you can tweet us your questions we are at orientoutlook or you can just post them on our Facebook page very nice find, find, <laughs> find us by doing a search on Facebook Orient Outlook Podcast and we will happily put them forward for you but obviously as long as they're sensible yes. questions mate you're loving the Facebook Facebook plugs it's got to be plugged mate episode it's getting si- a lot of traffic episode 62 the Facebook edition <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's it for this episode so thanks yeah. for joining us for episode 62 so a victory this week in a scrappy game which we edged out with a much needed win and a clean sheet after our goal difference took a hammering last week so we need all the points we can get now and we're not too fussy about how we get them you know three points is three points goals from all the players are needed in a successful team and after an over-reliance on Simpson, it's good that others are contributing. You know, So we'll be back as normal with episode 63 next week with all the information and views that you could ever need. So we look forward to hearing from you as always. Keep calm and listen to the Orient Outlook podcast. And we'll see you next week. Yep. Up the O's. Up the O's.